Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Hello, hello, hello and welcome to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius. That's right, Conversations with Cornelius. I'm your host, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. Yeah, and the crowd go wild. Yeah, keep going wild, guys. I am sitting in the uh, John Hume war room, guys, and the place is looking dishevelled again. Uh, I did do a clean earlier in the week, but uh, quite like my mind at the moment, my office is representing my mind. I have um, one of my wife's gunas, aka dress, for those of you who do not know the Irish for dress, it is guna. I have some of her lipstick and I have a wig adjacent to my left hand side for a sketch that I need to do um, where I am playing a woman. And they are there, that that, that wig, dress and lipstick are there since Friday. (laughs) The sketch has yet to be made. Um, On my table I've got a rock for said sketch, my wallet is there, load of skins on the right hand side it's like the left hand side is all that represents good <laughs> I've got my all my work stuff the laptop is in the middle and the laptop is like this is where my focus is at but sometimes I'm drawn to the right hand side and sometimes I'm drawn to the left hand side and if I'm drawn to the right hand side that's where I can see all my debauchery got all my skins got my weed got two grinders I <laughs> got a fucking ashtray full of fucking put out J butts, uh, and then on my right, I've got a <laughs> I've got a pint uh, of sparkling water, which is almost drank now at this stage. Pint glass, and there's a tiny little bit left. I got my phone. I got my podcast stuff. Uh, you know, calculator. Sure, if a calculator doesn't scream success and organize, what does? I ask you. But um, earlier in the week, none of the right hand side existed. I was like, fuck, I need to clean this place up. But then, as the week unfolded and chaos and mayhem became uh, my my norm <laughs> uh, I just, just descended into degenerate kind of you know drug taking and um, yeah that's on my right hand side what are you going to do for those of you who are against that kind of stuff please stop listening to this podcast for those who are okay with the flaws of humanity continue to listen to this podcast Podcast. Uh, so yeah, I'm in the John Hume War Room. It is the fourth of September, and uh, it's a Sunday. What time is it? I'll tell you there now. I don't know if you're even interested in the time, but I'm going to tell you. Now. It is seven minutes past three, and I'm looking out my window, and it is it is windy for the first time now in a while, and the trees are swaying left and right, and the sky is grey over the mountain, the the, the Nagel Mountain. And even though we're still full in bloom, there is a hint that the autumn is lurking. There's a, there's a few 
browns, a few faded browns, and the wind is also indicative of the time of year because I've noticed a few leaves falling. And um, yeah, it's autumn, the autumn. And I'm I'm wondering about autumn. I'm wondering if I'm in the autumn of my life. I think I potentially am in the autumn of my life. Um, maybe it's the early autumn, but I still feel that I'm certainly not at the beginning. And I think halfway, if I'm being honest, ha- is just in the rearview mirror. So I'm potentially in the autumn of my life. And the energy that I had, the physical energy that I had, is definitely waning. I have to, um, I have to muster energy now. I have to muster, muster. So I have to contrive it. Whereas before, it just, it just was. And I can still contrive it. Um, but like anything that you have to contrive, the after, the after birth. <laughs> <coughs> the the after effects um, leave a longer toll. I'm going to take a sip of my almost gone sparkling water from the left-hand side of my desk. Yeah, just took enough there now that I can, I'm confident that I could get, that I'll get another mouthful or two mouthfuls before this podcast is finished. Um, how am I feeling? How am I feeling? How am I feeling? Physically, I've got a head cold. I am battling, as always, with trying to lose a bit of weight. But, like, really and truly, am I tr- am I battling or am I just a subservient slave to fucking modern advertising? Because I just am eating dog shit. Like, bar when my wife is off and is making soup. My, like, we've grown potatoes out the back, guys. I know you've heard me talk about my potato patch. Uh, but we've grown potatoes out the back and Noel makes the most amazing potato and onion soup and myself and Harvey John just devour it and it's so nutritious and so delicious the onions are organic the potatoes are organic from my own garden about 15 feet from the kitchen where they're prepared they were plucked from the soil from the dark fucking beautiful life enhancing soil with my own hands and um yeah and then last night then i had a garlic chip and cheese and a margarita pizza in mazzoni's in cork after a gig and before the gig i went for ice cream do you know what i mean like it's a fucking paradox this life is a this life is a paradox do you know what i mean how i just can't stay on the straight and narrow i uh, try and i try and i try But I fucking can't. I just don't know. Do I have the willpower? I don't think I have the willpower. I listen to some of these fucking podcasts that I... I don't listen to lots of podcasts, but I listen to little snippets on YouTube of podcasts where you can see like five minutes, a little snapshot. And I I came across a Joe Rogan one recently. And uh, Joe Rogan, I don't... You know what, man? A lot of people are down on Joe Rogan. Uh, you're either a fucking in his cult or you're not in his cult. And I don't feel like I'm in or out of it. I ju- But I do think sometimes... Like, I don't like when he talks about how he talks about meat. I don't like how he talks about, like, you know, killing your own fucking meat. And, you know, because I, I, I firmly believe that you don't need to eat meat to exist. But um, does that does that fucking blacken him to me? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. You know, because I've got friends that aren't fucking vegetarians, like each to their own. You got to be fucking, 
you gotta like I'm and who knows someday I might have to fucking eat meat to survive I hope that day doesn't come but you never know with the impending doom that is the fucking energy crisis but anyway uh, I just I just thought I just saw him on being like re- uh, I came across one of his things and he was talking about um he was just talking about brotherhood and friendship and you know the energy that you can get from hanging out with like-minded individuals and how it raises your vibration and i was just you know i kind of i'm down with that i'm down with that um i really am down with that um but i look at him i look at joe rogan right and i see i'm like he's a stoner he's smoking the shit out of it he's eating his own elk meat he kid like fucking like he loves elk meat like yeah i don't know fuck him like in his elk meat but anyway but what I'm trying to say is he he he's not the most healthiest of guys, although he does work out. I think maybe working out is the thing. But um, what what I can't get my head around is that he's like he's a he's a stoner. He's a fucking stoner, but he's like physically fit. He's fucking he's able to keep himself in a great shape. And I I just struggle with that side of life. I struggle with it. I struggle with food. I love food. I love the bad food. You know. I was doing my um my books there recently, and I was looking at my receipts, you know, for f- for for food. <laughs> it's all fucking such bad shit, like you know, you know, like fucking uh, McDonald's, Burger King, pizza places. Like I could, and, and like I, I'm not gonna get into the, the the nuts and bolts of the figures, but like it's pretty. F- like I eat a lot when I'm out on the road. I'm out on the road four days a week, so I'm eating out four days of the week, and um. Noel's like you need to start bringing sandwiches with you, but like you know what I mean. Like I'm, 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 like I prefer not to have a sandwich. Do you know what I mean? I'm especially if you're tra- like, for example, if I'm going down to the Kingdom Comedy Club, you know, and uh, that gig is an hour and a half away from me here. And yeah, I leave at six o'clock. I'm not back till fucking midnight. It's nice to get a bag of chips on the way home. You'd be starved. But anyway, maybe I need to get out of that. I need to get out of that. I need to get out of it. I'm getting out of it. I'm out of it. So physically, I'm doing only okay. I feel I've got a bit of a, a head cold going on. I feel lethargic. I need. I feel like I need to do something physically. Have I got a plan? No, I don't. So I'm going to move on to mentally. Mentally, um, yeah, mentally, I, I think I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm. I need to get back into my affirmations. I need to get back into the three six nine routine. Um, and I think it's. A, I, I I know this, and I'm almost ready to get there. Uh, and I think I'm going to start tomorrow. Start tomorrow with the affirmations again, and um, because they really they bring everything together. They bring the focus together, and then that'll once I start doing the affirmations, that'll actually end up helping the physicality side of things. Spiritually, how am I doing? That's a good question. No, I'm glad you asked that. <coughs> Spiritually, I've been waning over the summer. I have definitely been waning. I do have a philosophy on the summer, though. Um, for me, it's kind of October, November is my favorite time of, of of the year because decay is happening, and where you go into a, a, a period of reflection, and nature and the world around you is stark and wet and dark and 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 bleak, and for me, it really does. It really is a time for reflection and pondering and and plan making, and then. 
the spring is getting that ready and then the summer is is executing that and then you're back into the the fall or the autumn where you you start to regroup and make plans again so um that's why i think i'm a little bit behind spiritually because that's something that i need to continue to do i get busy i get very very busy and i stop doing the the things that um are getting me places like my affirmations um, my affirmations are incredible when I start doing my affirmations they focus my mind they raise my vibration and they give me a little something special that I'm just going to call spirit that helps me I don't know it just helps me be better but anyway that's how I am I'm going to give myself out of those three topics physical physical mental and spiritual out of ten I'm going to s- put them all into a book and I'm going to say I'm at about a five so you know honors five fifty percent i need to up it next week when i'm on the podcast i'd like to say to you guys that i'm at like 60 percent there needs improvement if this was a, a school test and the results were being sent home it would say 50 percent needs improvement must work harder you know but uh, I hope you're all well. I want to just say thank you for the continued listening. And um, I, I'm, uh, this is, uh, I think this is episode 186. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, um, like, share, and subscribe. That's what I'm supposed to say. It really, I, I, I'd actually love to get an old, um, I would love it if someone went on to iTunes now and left a review. I really would. I haven't got a review in ages. And um, but I haven't been pushing the podcast hard. I I I, f- I feel like I've got a really good tight cohort of people who listen to it, and uh, I'm I'm I love you, <laughs> I love you, and I'm happy to have you. Um, do I need to get any peop- more people involved? I possibly do. Am I pushed? Not at the moment. That's why I need to get the the five out of ten to fifty percent up to sixty sixty five percent. But um, the world is a bit weird at the moment. Inflation is going through the roof, guys. Oh, my Christ almighty. Uh, my kids have gone back to school, so I'm back doing school runs. So my mornings now have become super busy, whereas my mornings before I was, during the summer, I was I was able to take the foot off the gas a little bit. But now I have to be up and ready and take Harvey to school first and then come back and take Hunter to school. And, uh, yeah, you know. So, but I am noticing that I haven't been. One thing that I've noticed is when, when I'd be up early in the morning and I'm I'm doing this, I'd always go right. I'll get a job done there now. I'll drop the kids to school. And I'll get a job done. And I I went to the shop the other day after dropping the kids to school. I just had to get some, just everyday items. I I needed to get some milk. I needed to get some bread. Uh, I got a newspaper. I got a bottle of coke, and. Because I'm a fat bastard, I got a breakfast roll as well. I'm not a breakfast roll with meat in it, guys. Just a breakfast roll with hash browns and some ketchup. Delicious. I love it. Hash browns and ketchup in a roll is fucking bedice. I highly recommend it. (coughs) I'm going to have a sip. Mm. Yeah, I've literally one sip left. But anyway, so I I drove to my local shop, a spar, Castletown Roach. And I picked all those items. The only thing that I added to that item was I, I, I got bread, but I actually got my own second sliced pan as well, McCambridge's bread, which is kind of a uh, a, wall, uh, a kind of a wheaten bread. Uh, and it's um, old school Irish, and I, I like it. Um, but, yeah, it's something I got for myself as well. So I got those items, and it came to nearly 18 euro. 
I nearly fucking fainted. I nearly fainted on the fucking spot. 18 euro for fucking bread, milk, a paper, and a fucking bottle of coke and a breakfast roll. Nick just the guts of 20 quid. I was like, what the fuck? I couldn't believe it. So I've been like acutely aware now uh, as I'm going around. Um, even the price of fast food. Like a fucking, if you go into Burger King now, um, I get like, oh, wait, I tell you about Burger King now. Oh, I know, like, <laughs> reason one why I'm a fat bastard is the introduction in Burger King to the new fucking Chicken Royale plant. I used to live on Chicken Royales before I became a vegetarian, and now they've got a plant meal, and it tastes identical to the fucking Chicken Royale meal that I still probably have some chicken in my gut, you know, fucking 10 or 15-year-old chicken sliding into the side of my my, my intestines that, that's living there, and I'm, I am I ate so much of that shit, like, but, um, mm, mm-mm. Oh, my God. But anyway, that meal, right? To get a meal, Chicken Royale plant meal, large. I'm a, I'm a large guy. I'm not... Look, what am I going to do? Order... Like, who am I kidding if I go up and I order a small? Do you know what I mean? I'm eating it there. So, large meal. Now, I don't have to get the six chili cheese bites. I will grant you that. The six chili cheese bites are a fucking addition to a large meal that a lot of people might say is gluttonous, Okay. But I got them, okay? So, like, a large meal and six chilli cheese bites. Now, that's it, okay? Just under 14 euro. 13.70 or something like that. It's absolutely ludicrous. I remember when you could, like, go in and get, like, a fucking... Like, I remember when meals went to a tenner and I was like, what the fuck? This is a bit rich. This is a bit rich. (coughs) Now you're spending the guts of 15 quid to get a fucking meal. It's ridiculous. But uh, that's the price of stuff. I am, however, um, I am taking vitamins <laughs> to try and balance out the imbalance. At the moment, I'm taking this thing called Aya, right, which is a B complex with vitamin C. It's got 500 milligrams of vitamin C, which is great considering I've got a bit of a head cold at the moment. I'm also taking turmeric, right, and it's a high potency. It's 15,000 high pro- uh, potency. It's 500 milligrams every day it says on the and provided 500 ones of oh there's cucumber in it as well whatever that is sounds good and then there's thiamine i'm taking thiamine which is a b1 okay and this is really good for the immune system the function of the immune system and um it has a, they also say that it's got like psychological like it helps with psychological functioning whatever the fuck that means but um yeah so i've started to take them in an effort to you know to somewhat fight the battle of the food that is going because if i just continue to go along eating all this shit and do nothing on the other side of it where like am i going to have to be like rolled out of my bed in 10 years time because uh, there's a lot of people inside in these fucking fast food joints and there's i'm looking around and like i i am overweight i'm overweight but i'm looking at a lot of people a lot of people are going around overweight guys and there's nothing wrong with that only from a health point of view, the longevity point of view. And this is what gets me. Like, if someone wants to be whatever size they want to be, I genuinely think that's totally that person's decision, right? And I'm, I sincerely mean that. But for me, I'm unhappy because I've got small kids and I don't want to fucking, I want to be there for them. Do you know what I mean? I want to be there in 20 years' time to be a support for them. And, um, yeah. 
I ain't need to cop the fuck on, but it's not happening. Maybe I need to cut out the weed a little bit. Because the weed is definitely no help to the whole scenario. But then the weed has benefits in terms of, of, of keeping me mentally balanced as well. So, yeah, it's a tough one. I'm going to move on from that anyway, guys, and I'm going to go on to trending topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. And I literally went onto Twitter before today's podcast, scrolled onto trending, took one at the top, took one at the bottom, took one at the, at the, the end, and left it. Didn't look, didn't want to look or whatever. The first one is Late Late, Late Late, The Late Late Show. I think we talked about Late Late Show before. I think The Late Late Show is iconic in Ireland. It's the longest running late night TV show on planet Earth. Who's in, who talk, who's the host of the Late Late now? Is it Pat Kenny? Is it Pat? No, it's not. It's Ryan. Ryan Tuberty. Ryan Tuberty. Ryan Tuberty's my age. I look at Ryan Tuberty sometimes and I'm like, he's uh, very like similar similar age. Um, different trajectory in the pa- in the path of our lives. But would I swap my would I swap lives with Ryan Tuberty in the morning? Like, he's possibly he's definitely a millionaire, definitely a millionaire. He's uh, he's got a the he's the host of the most popular late night television show in, uh, in Ireland, and very recognised across the globe. And he's on a morning show. He's got his own breakfast morning. Would I swap? I probably would. <laughs> do you know what I mean? There's no point in saying, come here, Ryan. Do you want to do Kingdom Comedy Club there on a Wednesday and the Coco Club then Thursday, Friday and Saturday? And then you'll have your own like kind of solo shows throughout the year and uh, you'll be booked in the uh, Comedy Club as well. Do you want to swap that? You, you, do, you don't? You don't? You, are you sure? No, you're, you're certain. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ryan, fucking hell, don't be so adamant. Hashtag Merseyside Derby. Guys, I saw the Merseyside Derby uh, trending and I had to write it down. It was on yesterday. Everton played Liverpool, my beloved Everton. I had all my boys dressed in Everton garb yesterday um, with O'Sullivan across their back and we were singing Everton songs. And, uh, yeah, we were were playing the, the... like we hate Liverpool there's no two ways about it I fucking just despise Liverpool okay um, and it, their fans uh, even though some of them are my friends I could I could you know I could like I could give or take like I mean yeah, you know they they don't cover themselves with glory they, def- they certainly aren't known for their cerebral um, attributes anyway you know um, and they can be just quite noisy quite annoying and uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them all. Fuck every Liverpool fan in the world. Except I recently found out Tommy Tiernan is a, is a Liverpool fan. And Tommy Tiernan is like a hero to me. Um, I think if I met him, I wouldn't be able to talk. You know, going to meet him soon, actually. I'd say Tommy, Tommy and myself are going to bump into each other soon enough. I can see it happening. Um, but yeah, it, draw, it was a nil-all draw. Uh, I'm going to take it as a victory. Because we had a lot of new players, and um, yeah, it was it was great. It was great. Hashtag Joe Lysett. I don't know if any of you know the comedian Joe Lysett, um, but he was. <laughs> I know why this is trending. Actually, he was on a <laughs> he was on a television, a BBC pol- political television show, and uh, he was pretending to be right wing, <laughs> and um, was like, oh, it was just so clever. To, like he was on like a like a fairly serious show. 
and he he <laughs> he pretended to be completely right wing when he's obviously an extreme lefty and uh he just kind of he was like a train crash in the middle of the show and uh yeah it's trending now so if you do get a chance even by the time this comes out no and actually this will be out tomorrow morning so you'll still be able to see videos on twitter and stuff like that it is well worth a watch joe likes it is just a, such a clever comedian he's i i really really enjoy watching him uh, even on panel shows and stuff like that i just think he's one of these guys that is he's in the present moment all the time he's able to exist in the present and his aw- and his self-awareness is immaculate and then his sense of humor then on top of that just uh it's just a winning combination so check check him out it's very funny um right okay i'm just going to tell you a little bit about about the week guys what just went down like fucking coca club kingdom club up the walls uh flat out drinking sparkling water um I, and i suppose I, I, i'm gonna have to say the highlight of this week was the last two and a half hours so i was super busy with coco club this week and kingdom comedy and all the gigs were sold out and uh you know it's really starting to grow it's really starting to to develop as a club um, and and get a, a really strong reputation and yeah it's exciting but it's like a proper full-on job for me now um and even though I have, I've, I've, I've taken Dan on in a managerial role. It still takes up quite a lot of my time at the moment. No, it's not always going to do that. And my intention is to be able to get it set up to such a way that I only have to be involved in it in terms of just gigging at the weekends and stuff like that. Um, but there's a bit of training that is involved with the comedians that I'm taking on as, um, as um, residents and with Dan as well, who's the manager. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is I'm flat out with that. It's very busy. And uh, I've I've been feeling guilty that uh, when I'm working, I have to slip away because Harvey gets so emotional when, he, when, when I'm leaving. So um, I've been slipping away out without saying goodbye. And, you know, even though I'm hanging out with him, you know, in the mornings and taking him to school and collecting from school, I'm quite busy with work. So Sunday morning, I had I had promised uh, Harvey during the week that we'd go for a pint. We'd go for a drink. He loves to go for a pint. Oh, my God. Now, obviously, he doesn't drink a pint, you know. So uh, this is Sunday morning. I'm talking to you. I and, I and I slept in this morning till 11. We have the childminder, Sam, here at home, minding the boys. And Harvey squirreled his way into the bed around 11 o'clock this morning tapping me on the shoulder tapping me on my nose dad dad what time are we going for the pint what time are we going for the pint and um yeah there's just an innocence in him like that is so beautiful you know and i've I've taken him and her and, and hunter over to kill a a few times but in, in all honesty it's a shit show when i bring hunter because he's just too small and there's there's no controlling him, so I just decided I was going to take Harvey today. So I got up anyway, and I had a few bits and pieces to do. I had to, to small bit of kind of like just clerical work that had to be done for Coco for the for the to get set up for next week and to close off this week. And um, it was about half twelve. Went by the time I had all that finished, maybe quarter to one, and I went into Harve and I said, "Come on, let's go," and um, put him into the car. We drove over to Castletown Roach. And uh, 
had to get a few bits and pieces inside Castle Down Roach. And then we went to the local bar there, the Rock Forest Bar. And it was like stepping into a time machine. Stepping into a time machine because I, I, I went in the door and the guy that owns the place is an elderly gen- gentleman, grey-headed hair, so charming, so old school, a real old Irish publican, knows my name, knows where I'm from, knows my history. He's done all this investigation over the last couple of years and when I have gone in there so sporadically, so sporadically, but a gentleman and a warm welcome, a warm Irish welcome. And then there was a guy, there was one customer, and again, another elderly guy. And he was kind of hunched over and he was drinking uh, brandy and port in the old, small, little flat glasses. Not the tall Guinness glasses, but the small little whiskey glasses. And uh, he was just sitting there and <coughs> I'm going to have the, the last swallow. Hmm. He was just sitting there anyway, and gave me a, a warm greeting. And this guy, it looked he looked like life had beaten him down. You know, his his face was sunken in. He was in his late seventies. His eyes were watery. His his fingers were kind of curving back out. He reminded me of my own grandfather before he passed. His hands were had lost the meat on the bones, and they were, and his nails were immaculate. But like he just was sitting there anyway, and he just gave me this real warm, "Hello, how are you? Sit down there for yourself." And I was going in to have a drink with Harvey, like, and uh, but Harvey went onto the couch at the back. I ordered a pint, I ordered a seven up, and two packets of potatoes, and I brought the seven up. And a pack of potatoes down to Harvey first. And then I was going to go down with my pint and my potatoes. And the man said, sure, can't you sit here and have a chat? <laughs> and I, I just, I, I, felt like, I felt I couldn't but do that. So I said, I will, I will. Hang on there a second. And I went back and I, I took out my phone and I gave Harvey my phone. And I knew that if he had my phone and if he was watching his Mickey Mouse shows or whatever, that he'd be totally content and he had his drink and he had his, his potatoes. And I sat at the bar and I fell into a conversation with these two strange men that I don't know at all. And soon enough, another gentleman came in and this guy was portly and and, and tall and, 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 and gruff and looked like aggressive and looked kind of mean-spirited, right? And, um, and, and, and he sat in between me and, and the other gentleman, the, the old gentleman. And again, I'd say this guy was, you know, late 60s. And uh, you shouldn't judge a book by the cover because I was completely wrong. He was a gentle, jolly soul. And he brought atmosphere into this into this pub uh, where there shouldn't be any atmosphere at the time of the day. There was no lights on. He had one lamp put on at the far end of the bar, but he didn't have any of the main lights on in the house. And there was beams going across the roof and it was dark and it was quiet and the front door was open. And some leaves had, that had fallen from the trees were blowing in the front door. And I was just sat there and I was just nursing my pint. Because I was only having one pint. Because obviously you can't really drink and drive nowadays, you know. And um, I was nursing this pint. And I was soaking up the conversation. And the conversation was beautiful. It was epic. And it was like, like it was just so old school. Uh, and Mick is the guy who owns the bar. He had County Sound C103 FM playing. And for those of you who are from Cork... 
if you know what's you will know what C103 FM is it's a real traditional old Irish station and uh, it just plays you know oldies and Irish kind of songs and on a Sunday in the morning they play <coughs> a real concoction concoction of like you know old Irish ballads mixed with kind of newer um, country music and I it that was the soundtrack to my childhood my father loves that music and anytime we were ever in the car that was the music that was on irrespective of what you know if we wanted to listen to something else that was just the way it was so it brought me back and these guys were you know my dad's in his late 60s now these guys were possibly a decade maybe 15 years older and we just got talking and we just got talking about what was in the news and we got talking about um, immigration and inflation and the war of independence and <coughs> it was just beautiful it was a real rich Irish experience and I was almost finished my second pint, my first pint, sorry, and the man that was at the door that I had been talking to had ordered another, I think he was drinking brandy and port, but then he had ordered a glass of Guinness as well, and he said, can I get a pack of potatoes and a bar of chocolate? And I was I was thinking to myself, Jesus, that's a lot, like, you know, for, for this guy was frail, you know. And he was telling me, he had been telling me as well that he now needs the sta- this, this machine to take him up his stairs at home. You just sit into it and it, it takes you up and it turns you around. And um, so he obviously, and that he was getting, and he was also saying that he was going to be, he was being collected in the hour. And I was thinking to myself, oh, he's dropped down. Isn't that lovely? He's dropped down for a few pints every Sunday and his daughter or his son collects them and it's what a beautiful thing but it transpired that the potatoes and the chocolate weren't for him at all he bought them for Harvey and Harvey was piping up in the background with a few with a few questions and everybody was getting entertainment from him everybody loves a, lo- a young kid who interjects with funny little rhetoric uh, to just spice up spice up conversations in general and Harvey's brilliant at that I mean you know there's one thing that he's not lacking it's his ability to (laughs) to to converse Uh, that's one thing about his diagnosis um, of Asperger's is his vocabulary is on par with um, you know most most adults at a very early age that sound that's that can be intoxicating to listen to so um, he was giving all these these men you know, great, they were getting, they, we were getting, myself, t- we were all getting great chuckles from Arves, his odd introduction, his odd interjection. Then another guy came in, and um, they all knew each other. This guy then was possibly maybe a little bit older than me. I know none of these men. I only know the barman by the name Mick, and um, I don't know any of these guys, but they all talked to me as if they knew me. They all talked to me as if, you know what you're one of us now you know like it was just and it reminded me of a play it reminded me of a of a john b play or a or a time of yore (coughs) 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 so sorry guys Uh, but just reminded me of of ireland of the past i was looking at the way that the whole place was set up and 
ah, it, I was drinking it in. I was drinking it in. And I was only sorry that I had to come away out of it. But then at the same time, I was happy to come away out of it. It's very interesting sometimes how you can be happy and sad about the same thing for different reasons. And they coexist perfectly in a line with each other. Yeah. So that was my... Like, my week was busy. Uh, life is busy. My kids are back to school. I'm starting a new podcast with two other comedians. My comedy clubs are flying. I'm writing a show. I'm hoping to tour that show next year, late next year. So I'm, I've, I've never been busier. But um, I, I, I need to grab hold of myself. And make sure I don't get lost in it. Because there's nothing worse than just getting lost. Yeah. So, um, that's it. That's that's this week's episode, guys. I, I want to say thank you very much for your continued support. It genuinely means the absolute world to me that people listen to this podcast. And I have people listening in the strangest countries. I have people listening in Ukraine. I have a regular listenership in Ukraine. And that, to me blows my bollocks i can't believe that so thank you people in ukraine people in romania romania (coughs) that again is is amazing spain england france america canada and of course ireland i want to say thank you for the continued support i really appreciate it and um yeah yeah i love you stay in by the wall and uh Good luck.